is up everybody? Welcome back to the number one health and fitness podcast in the world. Our street. <laughs> the in situ collective podcasts. We're the only podcast in our street. So that's not exactly. a very good claim to fame. The best one. Uh, this show is a brand new one. So if you've been a long time listener, you'll know that we have been doing three shows a week. Now we are wrapping it the whole week up giving you the news, current events, helpful hints on your health and fitness. Answering questions. Answering questions all in the one show. This show. Let's get into it. So probably the biggest event of the last decade, (laughs) the In-Situ Collective have released their own app. The last decade. We've only been in business for two years, man. (laughs) Shameless plug for us. So the only news for us at the moment, I have been, I yeah, haven't really been doing much deep diving into health and fitness news or even news itself, just because we've been working on the app and getting it going this week. Uh, It's been a great response. I am very proud of it. I think it looks great. Uh, The workouts look great. I, I love the flow of it, but I'm excited to see what everybody else thinks. I'm very excited and nervous at the same time to get people on there using it. Um, yeah, especially because we put so much time into making it hmm. and thinking about how it flows and how it looks and how it feels. And then we haven't really shown it to anyone apart from my mum. <laughs> um, so we don't really know, like, I guess, an external input, what that's going to be like. Yeah. Hence why we are doing the current unstuck challenge yeah yeah so if you're listening to this there you've probably got like half a day and to jump on the unstuck challenge uh if you want to know more about that just head over to our socials we won't bang on too much about that because we've been word vomiting all over social media about it <laughs> yeah but if you're interested head over there and yeah do what the posts say any other current news and events Jack and I on socials you will already know that we love our coffee and you'll probably also know that we love adding things to our coffee like adaptogens mushrooms oils anything we can find that's going to help us improve our cognitive function improve our recovery and keep us focused for longer so when the guys at broody coffee approached us with their new coffee that already has adaptogens in it like lion's mane and MCT we were super excited to give them a try And now you can get 10% off on your first purchase with Broody Coffee if you use the code INSITU at checkout, which is I-N-S-I-T-U. So give them a go. There's obviously been a lot out of the US about... Well, I wasn't sure if we wanted to bring that up or not, because it's not really... I guess it is health. Actually, I'm going to take it back. Let's bring it up. It is health related. Yeah. I don't know if you've even read much about it. Oh, let's say what we're talking about first. (laughs) Um, Obviously, the new abortion law in the US. I don't know a great deal about it. What I do know is what I have read on the Daily Edit, I think it's called. Some. It's like a new site on Instagram. Um, But essentially, for those of you who don't know, because it's been in my feed and in my stories constantly, and I've been telling Jack about it, 
but he's like, I haven't seen anything about it in my feed. Again, I haven't really been diving into much. Socials, mm. yeah. But also I think it's because I follow a lot of women that live in the US okay. and a lot of people are sharing stuff about it because as a woman, I guess it, well, it, as a woman in the US, it definitely impacts you. Mm. But essentially it's now illegal in probably 80 to 90% of states to get an abortion. Mm. So, like, I've been thinking about it a bit because it is legal in Australia, apart from in Western Australia, it's a bit weird over there. But I just have been thinking about how that would impact me if I was living in the US now and then that law came out. So, like, I feel like as a 25-year-old woman, it would scare the shit out of me, you know? Because, like I said to Jack, like, what if you accidentally get pregnant? Like, obviously, it's possible. And obviously, you aren't ready for a child at all stages of your life. But now you no longer have the option to choose after the accident happens. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, which blows my mind. And it also really blows my mind the fact that they're anti-abortion, but then... If the mum can't support the child, the gov is the government going to support them? And then it's likely that that child could end up on a bad path. And then is the government going to help them in rehab, like help them avoid jail, help them get a job, help the mum support the child as it grows up? Like it's so much more than just, quote unquote, saving an unborn life. You mm. know what I mean? Like it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah. I just think for one of the world leaders like country world leaders to do something like that is just like 10 steps back for humanity. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I just, dialogue is everything. When you need, you, there needs to be dialogue and, you know, just because not every single case is going to be exactly the same and you can't just apply one rule to every, like you said, every everybody that has a baby. Yeah. It's not all going to be the same and that's why there needs to be, you know, Again, I guess it's not really affecting us too much, but it does affect a lot of the world population. Yeah, definitely. And also, like, the mental health, I think, of, like, the women that fall pregnant, the fathers that also, like, they're part of it as well, fall pregnant because now they have no choice but to have this baby or to have an abortion extremely unsafe. So it's, it's like, putting people's health in jeopardy, whether they, the government thinks it is or not mm. it definitely is and i think over history wise for women it's like it's been up and down with like the fact that we are expected to birth new humans <laughs> constantly you know um and a, a lot of women don't want to have children these days like they have careers or something that are their children instead and now it's like there's, it's almost like there's this extra fear around having sex, which is extremely dangerous, I think, because it will probably stop a lot of women from wanting to have sex because there's always going to be, like, no matter how much protection you use or whatever, there's always still a chance that you can get pregnant if you aren't aware of your cycle and everything. So, I don't know, I just feel like the fear that that creates is pretty dangerous. Yeah, so this is, I guess, related, but not related so the world population the western world population is at its peak and is now decreasing so mm. as in the population growth yeah so it's now slowly decreasing so if you think of a bell curve graph 
it's slowly on its way down. Um, and it's weird that America will do something like that because America is, you know, most of that chart yeah. of the Western world population declining. Um, I also seen another study that this is an American study again, but it was peop- men in the age, between the ages of 22 to 28 are having something stupid like 40% less sex than what they did 10 years ago. Because they're scared of all of the like the legislations that no, they can now. So this have. was more to do with pornography and all that sort of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and just social laps and all that sort of stuff. So guys, I don't know if it was women as well, but let's just say it was guys. Most the, studies are done on guys. Yeah, <laughs> and they're having yeah forty percent less sex than what you know that age bracket did ten years ago, because. They're not socialising as much. Most people aren't going out to bars. Yeah. You know, you don't have to approach women like you did. You're almost, I guess, there's a lot of, you know, sexting going on. So you don't actually have to have that weird... Physical touch. Oh, you don't have to have that weird encounter where, you know, you go and try and pick up a girl. Yeah. But isn't that interesting that 40% of guys are having less sex, but the population... Is that its peak? Yeah, and it's on its way down. That's what I mean. Oh, so because of this, you think? No, I don't know if it's... It's it's peaking because, yeah, like you said, a lot of women are now choosing, you know, careers and life choices not to have children. Mm. So they say when in a society, when it gets to a certain point of um, education and wealth is equally spread that the population decreases. Oh, okay. So it has peaked and it's starting to come down already? Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just at the top of the bell curve on its way down. Okay. Yeah. So, and yeah, you add in something like, you know, abortion laws and that sort of stuff, it's just going to continue down. Mm. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, there's a lot of debate around that. It's crazy. You know what's funny is my nan... Every time I have a phone call with her, she's like, oh, the world's the worst I've ever seen it. She's like, you know, late 80s, I think. And she's like, oh, like coronavirus and all this stuff in the news that's happening and vegetables are super expensive. I've never seen it this bad before. But I think in the scheme of things, it's like maybe it looks bad now, but it's been worse. Yeah. It, like so much worse. It just, I, th- I think it's just a human trait to forget. Yeah, like, forget the bad things. Yeah, we've just gone through, and that's like, you take COVID for example. There's been ne- there's never been so much money in circulation. Like yeah. everybody's had money over the last two years. Can you remember what it was like before COVID? No. Like it, everything like housing, all in, like inflation, everything has gone up so much that a lot of people can't actually remember what it was like before COVID. Yeah. Like, what was your income before COVID? How much were you actually spending? So we just forget easily. Yeah. And things are going down a little bit and costing more, but it's like it could equal out to what it was before COVID. You know what I mean? Like I do, yeah. Um, like the housing market, if it drops 30%, it's still not as low as what it was before COVID. But everybody would freak out if there was a 30% drop and it was only two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because we do forget. Yeah. I think it's like a coping mechanism also. Like we, as the human brain wants to keep us as safe as possible, you know. So 
if there's these things that we cannot stress about and just forget about instead, we're obviously going to take that path rather than... Also on the on a note of the human brain, I was I had a Zoom call with a friend the other day and we were just talking about she's in a similar field to us, like does coaching online over Zoom. Um, and we were talking about how different it is to coach a man as a woman versus coaching another woman as a woman. Because I say to Jack all the time, like, oh, this client doesn't listen to me. I keep telling them and they just don't listen to me. And then Jack will tell them the same thing that I'm trying to teach them. Like, say, I'm like, you need to eat this much protein and you should start at breakfast by having protein in a smoothie or whatever. And I'll tell them three times and they just don't take it on board. And Jack will tell them once and they're like, done, (laughs) sold. (laughs) And not every guy is like this. It's just, and they don't mean to do it. It's just... I think it must feel different advice coming from a woman and maybe because I'm a young woman as well, I don't know, Mm. compared to coming from you. Yeah. But also, Anna said that she has experienced a similar thing and it's just something you have to learn. Like, I assume you experience it with women as well or not so much? Is it because generally over, like, years a man has just been more like held higher almost to some degree yeah and i was gonna say like you go back 20 years you wouldn't even have the opportunity to do what you're doing now yeah so i think it's just a time thing over the next decade i feel like men will be more accepting because there are a lot more women out there you know voicing like there's a lot of smart people out there doing a lot of good things yeah and a lot more of them are starting to be women so the more women do that the more the normal more, it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just a time thing. So when you tell women clients to do something, do you feel like they listen? Yes and no. But again, whether it, I don't think this is a sex thing. I think it's just a... Person. Co- coach thing. Okay. So you're saying I'm a bad coach? Well, I'm just saying you, it's time under your belt. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I think there's... A bit of a sexist thing in there and a little bit but also how many females out there now that are leaders in their industry that men will just go yeah she said that i'm gonna do it so they've probably had decades of doing that yeah you know what i mean i haven't had what i've probably had one decade doing what i'm doing so i i, I just know how to coach people differently i guess i don't know mm-hmm. but a lot of the people that <clears throat> I'm struggling to convey information to are also my friends. Yeah. <laughs> or they know me in person. So it's even, for me, it's even more frustrating because they know that I'm a nerd. They know that I know stuff. They know that I go to uni. They know, you know what I mean? And they still mm. don't take it on board. But anyway, the whole reason I brought up the brain thing was because Anna also mentioned she's also studying psychology and she brought up a thing which I've just completely forgotten about, which is the way that men and women process information. So essentially women can, like our brains are very similar. I know there's a lot of debate around like men's brains are smarter and stuff like that. But that comes from the fact that men's brains are bigger because men's bodies are bigger. Mm. (laughs) Right? Makes sense. Um, And we all still have like similar chemicals and stuff, but we just process information slightly differently. So 
men tend to pass information from the front to the back or the back to the front of their brain a lot faster. So like their reaction times physically and everything like that is generally a lot faster than a woman's. And women tend to pass information from the left to the right hemisphere a lot faster. So we can process information, like things make sense a lot faster to us. Yeah, you following? Mm. Um, and I was telling Jack about this in the car the other day. Because sometimes when I have business ideas, I'll just like word vomit or everything that I have on my mind really fast and intensely and probably short to Jack. And he'll just look at me with this blank stare and be like, I don't even know what you just said to me. And it's because it just takes a second for you to literally get on the same wavelength. So why do you get angry at me every time? <laughs> well, I still forget because... My anger comes so quick, <laughs> it's hard to stop it. Yeah. Do you have you like do you, you agree or not really? Because yes, I agree. We often have the same ideas, but we just say it in a different way. And then Jack's like, I'm saying what you're saying. And I'm like, I'm saying what you're saying. <laughs> but neither of us sometimes can get it. That could also be a learned skill as well. Like Us understanding each other. Well... The way you understand something and the way I understand something is very different. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cool. <laughs> if you are enjoying our show, you are going to love our new health and fitness app. Mac and I have been working very hard over the last couple of months to bring you the best health and fitness app, well, I think so anyway, on the market. If you head over to the App Store and search IN-SITU Collective, you'll find our app. You can download it for free. Information is great, but unless you actually know how to implement that information, then it's kind of useless. So that's why we created this app. You not only learn along the way, but we show you how to implement as well. So you're going to be learning all this nutrition, fitness stuff, but also doing it at the same time. That means you're going to reach your goals faster and you're going to know how to do it for the rest of your life. So head over to the App Store, download the app today and get on it. You're succeeding not because of what you did right now, but because of all the things you did leading up to right now. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think it's a great quote and a, and a lot of people need to take that back and listen to that a couple of times should i read it again yeah one more time okay you're succeeding not because of what you did right now but because of all of the things that you did leading up to now mm. so i'm gonna give an example of our business and the other day i heard this quote on a podcast and it just hit me like a wave in the ocean hit me in the face and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this makes so much sense. So we've been in business for two years now and like I would, we've been successful, like we're living off the business solely, completely, that is our only income. Um, but it wasn't until I think we launched the app that I actually felt like we had a real something, we had something physical to show what, what we do, I guess. And I think that's the first time that I've actually felt a feeling of success and before I heard this quote I was like I was like oh the app is what made us successful like it's the app that's made us successful just solely the app having it is what's done it but then I heard that quote and I was like oh shit like 
we've been working for two years doing all of these little like coaching people, creating content, writing education, learning how to make videos, talk to people and all of those things we've incorporated into the app. So without doing the past two years of work, I would we would not be quote unquote successful right now. Mm. Yeah, and we've you know failed so much and learnt so much through coaching people. Like if we had have started off like day one with this app, it would have been a shit app. Yeah. But we know now what people need to continuously do what they need to do to reach those goals, and. We've tried different ways of coaching people through it, but now we know how to actually do it and implement it. Yeah. And we are able to do that through the app. So, yeah, we've had this long journey of, you know, successes and, you know, or maybe success for our clients, like success for clients taking maybe a bit too long or up and down and that sort of stuff. But now we know exactly how to do it. And we wouldn't know how exactly how to do it without the journey that we've been on. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. I'm going to relate this back to health and fitness in a minute, but just hang on. It's so frustrating having to go through all of that first. I, like I, sh- I know every business would experience this. Like, for example, as a hairdresser, you, your first client would be like, oh, I don't want to get my hair cut by you because you haven't cut someone's hair before. Mm. It's like, I don't want to get coached by you because you've only just started coaching. Mm. Not that people ever said, like, no one ever, that was never anyone's argument for us, but I just felt, I just could feel it. You know what I mean? And now we've had to go through this two years of working with people. And now that we finally have a bit more confidence, I guess, and that's what I guess feels kind of like success. So in relation to health and fitness, it's literally the same when you're on your fitness journey. So when you lose the five kilos or you run the five Ks in your time limit, it's not what you did that day. It's not like you, it's not the way you ran that track that day. It's not what you ate that one day. It's all of the tiny things you've done for the past two years that led to you succeeding on that day. Yeah. And people, and it's a good thing to, listen to that quote when you're having a bad day yeah and you feel like you're not getting anywhere or you're not as strong or you don't look as good as what you thought you would you know think about the journey you've done and all the things you have done to get to there and you I guarantee you would be a better person in that moment than when you first started yeah definitely and I also also think that it's so important to remember that like succeeding I don't know, succeeding is cool and it's fun and it feels nice, but you can't succeed every single day. Mm. You know what I mean? Like for the big goal, like you can't say I'm going to lose five kilos and then you lose five kilos and and then what? I'm going to lose five kilos again. You know what I mean? I think it's more, for me, it's more um, rewarding, fulfilling maybe to have tiny little wins rather than the big win like if i'm having tiny little wins every day then i feel more satisfied with myself my life everything like that and then when i do get to the big goal it's not as a such a big deal it's like cool i knew i was going to get that because i've been succeeding like five one percent every single day and now i've got it Mm. but i knew i was going to get it yeah um i i think the big the like the main takeaway is, is just look at the bigger picture whether you're looking at forwards or backwards. Yeah. 
just take a second and look at the bigger picture. Recovery supplements. It's not really something that people think about when they think about supplements. But uh, I wanted to bring this up because I am trialing a new supplement. So I did post about it on socials the other day. AXP are doing a recovery probiotic. So this is just one tablet a day and it's meant to help with your recovery. Now, why is recovery important? So these guys are actually been working with athletes. Now, everybody knows that steroids are illegal in elite sports because it gives you an unfair advantage. Now, a lot of people think that you take a steroid and the steroid itself is what helps you grow muscle or improve your power and that sort of stuff. But the steroids actually give you better recovery. So because you can recover more, you can train more, and your body adapts faster to the stimulus that you're putting on it, whether it's muscle growth or all that sort of stuff. So it's recovery is what the steroids do. So these guys have found a workaround and apparently can manipulate the gut microbiome for recovery. Wow, that's crazy. So you're not you're not stuffing with your hormones, so you're not fucking up your hormones in that sort of sense. You're, I don't know. I Again, this is just me trialing it and diving a bit deeper into it, but they're stuffing around with gut microbiome. So this is like a brand new product? There's not any other products like this? No. And it's an Australian company? Uh, so it's a sister company of an American one. Okay. So a lot of supplement companies when they have a new product they're releasing you know release a new company i guess you'd say and that yeah. company brings out the new supplement so but it's under the umbrella of the big main i can't remember what the that is though it doesn't really matter though yeah right? but yeah i just thought it was interesting that people are actually starting to dive into recovery yeah well i guess through it's so the gut under yeah through the gut is crazy but it is like you said, recovery is so underrated. Like you literally can't push any harder or tear your muscles much more than you can when you're recovered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it fully determines how, like how big a results you get in the gym. Yeah. I was also listening to another podcast talking about the gut microbiome and how resistance training seriously benefits the gut microbiome. So now like the fact that you're resistance training and then you're using this recovery thing to also enhance your gut microbiome, like what is going on in there? You know, yeah. like it just, it blows my mind. Like these little bugs literally run our lives. Yeah. And the microbiome basically controls your whole life. If you went back, say, I'd say even three years ago and said that your gut determines your mood mm. like how you know energetic and all that sort of stuff you are and your gut can you know affect depression all that sort of stuff you'd be called you know an idiot an idiot how can it even but now there's been that many studies just within the last couple of years proving that that is linked yeah so you know when you eat shit food you actually feel like shit and you can go into depression just through the food you eat and improving the food that you eat can bring you out of depression. Yeah. Now, there's obviously a lot involved in that, but they are linked. Not so much. I think a while ago, 
there, I spoke about a study called the SMILES trial and a group of people, so a group of people who had clinically diagnosed depression, half of the group was assigned to doing um, like therapy and the other half of the group changed their diet dramatically. So they did the Mediterranean diet and the group that did the Mediterranean diet for, I can't remember how long the study went for, let's say two weeks, had way better results, like were far less depressed at the end of the trial than the group who just did the therapy. Just because they changed their diet. That's it. Mm. Like, what? Yeah. You can't tell me that, the, like, I don't know, like what is going to come out about this like yeah. in the future, you know what I mean? Like there's so much potential there. Mm. So I, I, we're, you know, carrying on, but I just really wanted to bring it up how important recovery is and how much the food you put into your body affects you. Yeah. Now, a lot of people might see this um, new supplement as like, you know, I'll take the supplement and I'll get any results I want. Mm. But it, this supplement is designed for athletes. So you have to think about athletes are basically, you know, they these are football teams. So generally they're not allowed to drink alcohol within season. They are on a strict diet. They are exercising a lot. They dial in their sleep. So everything is dialed in. Mm. So it's not just like a normal person can go and take this and start getting results. These are designed for athletes. So they are designed to help recovery at that higher limit. So you can't just take these and you'll have better recovery. I also think it's important to mention that you shouldn't just take supplements and think that that's going to be a solution. You should only take supplements when you've <laughs> dialed everything else in to a T. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm still not quite getting there. I must be lacking something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the only reason I'm taking these is because we're doing the 75 hard challenge. So when... Oh my goodness, that starts today. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, today. <laughs> and um, so we're gonna be doing a lot more exercise, but also no shit food. The sleep's got to be dialed in. Everything's got to be dialed in so we can recover and still perform. I'm excited for the 75 hard. And perform the best. So that's why I'm adding in this to get extra recovery. But I can't stress that enough. Like our food is on point. Our sleep, you know, is as good as it's going to get. Water, everything is, you know, everything's dialed in. And we're adding, I'm adding, I don't know if you're taking them or not. Well, you didn't ask me if I wanted one. I, so I, I just took one. I was like, I don't know if these are for me or if they're for Jack, but I'm having one. So, and this whole thing is just about how important recovery is. You don't actually get results from the workout itself. Yes, it's very important and you need to do the right exercises and all that sort of stuff to, you know, get a certain goal. But it's in the recovery stage is when you get your results. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy now that, um, certain companies are really dialing in on the recovery. Like, forget about everything else, recover properly so you can get results. Yeah, more boy, recover properly so you can work harder and faster again. And these companies wouldn't be pouring, you know, billions of dollars, or probably millions of dollars into new technologies and new supplements if it wasn't important. Yeah. Because, you know, again, athletes and sports is where all the money is. And I've said this in several other shows, Whenever there is something that can improve a sport or an athlete's performance, because there is so much money in sports and performance and all that sort of stuff, um, companies will pour everything they can into improving them. Yeah. 
So they're pouring it into these recovery supplements. So you know that it's going to be a big thing. And I think the fact they test it on athletes and stuff, I like in, in a perfect world, as a normal person, you would get probably more benefit from it because you're probably training less. Oh, maybe not actually because they like train like a lot, right? Yeah. So it's just like if a normal person took steroids, you're probably actually not going to get yeah. much benefit from it. Yeah. Um, you know, it just unless you're, you know, putting enough stimulus on the body, the, the steroids are sort of useless. Yeah. It's just like you could get better results just from improving your sleep a little bit. Mm. So, yeah, just interesting to see, I guess. Mm. Cool. Uh, I have one listener question this week. Cool. Are we, are we ready for that yet? Yeah, go for it. Yeah? Okay. Why do I feel like shit around my training? Should I be having more pre-workout or coffee? Do I need to train more to get better results? Um, do I need to eliminate some foods that could be making me feel sluggish during my training? Big question. Mm. So the overarching question, why do I feel shit around my training? The first thing that I would probably say is how much are you eating? Are you eating enough? Um, like, are you eating enough carbs specifically? Because I feel like a lot of people, when they want to lose weight, they start exercising like crazy and then they stop eating carbs because why not? Because <laughs> carbs are evil. <laughs> um, so I would get, yeah, I guess I would look at getting them maybe to try prioritizing carbs around like before training, like two to three hours before, like the meal you have before training have more carbs in it. And when I say carbs, I don't just mean bread <laughs> i mean like potatoes rice pasta vegetables in general fruit even have like fruit as a pre-workout rather than a shake like a pre-workout shake yeah it's crazy when people think about carbs they just straight to pasta and bread it's yeah so much more than that yeah um another thing that i thought you might want to cover is are they training too much yeah and that that makes like that was going to be my first reaction how much training are you actually doing if you feel like shit or like going around your like training? Like you should want to go and train. Yeah. And I've said this before, the training session should leave you more energized. If you're absolutely flat, wrecked, can't move after the workout, you've gone too hard and your body's not going to be able to adapt to it. So... Just bring either bring the intensity or the volume down, or maybe both, depending on what you're doing. And like this, like like you said, when people jump in, they cut out carbohydrates. And one thing when they do that, they add in all the exercise possible. Yeah, and carbs are your body's fuel. Yeah, and I don't understand why you'd want to add in all the possible exercises that you can do workouts that you can do because if you add in all everything you know if you add in seven workouts a week and that's all you can fit in you know th that which is quite a lot you've got nowhere else to go from there yeah i was going to say that you can't add in any more so your body will adapt to that so your body is great at adapting so at a certain point your body will start storing body fat you will start putting back on weight from those seven workouts a week so why not try two workouts a week, get the best results you possibly can from two, 
then you can add in three, mm. then you can add in four, and this is a period over maybe a year or two. So you're gonna have better results for longer instead of doing all this exercise, eat, all, all this exercise, not eating food, getting some results, but then plateauing and you can't eat less and you can't add in more exercise. So where do you go? Mm. It's like getting to the top of Everest in one <clears> step. <throat> and then what do you do once you're there? Like, yeah. go back down. Yeah. So, like, ta yeah, all I'd say is just maybe, eat, yeah, cut back your sessions and... Eat more food, likely. Tra track your calories for a couple of days, see where they're at and get the best... Pro do two workouts a week, but then dial in your sleep, your nutrition, your hydration, so you can get the best possible results from those two sessions, and then go to three. It's often likely that it's also not directly that one workout or that one day that it, like you feel that is the reason you feel like shit. Like similar to the success thing that I said, it's all the tiny little things that you do leading up to your workout mm. that determine how you feel during your workout. Yeah, it sounds like it's, that question comes up a lot from art people that work out in the afternoon because you've gone through the whole day and you haven't eaten much, you haven't drank much, so yeah. you're dehydrated. And if you go and work out, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. So, again, all those little things leading up to your workout. Make sure you hydrate during the day, eat enough, so you've got actual energy for the workout. Yeah. Done? That's it. Awesome. Thanks again for tuning in to the In-Situ Collective podcast. Uh, we'll be releasing one episode each week now. Oh, I'm so relieved, man. <laughs> Uh, we haven't filmed this one, just a couple of technical difficulties, but we will be back on YouTube very soon. So make sure you are subscribed over there as well. Thanks again and have a good weekend. Bye.